0: On this episode of Narcissist Apocalypse Q&A, we discuss the subtle and not-so-subtle signs to help you discern if an abuser lacks empathy. Welcome to Narcissist Apocalypse Q&A, everyone. I am Brandon Chadwick, and today we are going to be talking about the signs of a lack of empathy. And we've done an episode before on empathy, but today we're going to talk about the signs of a lack of empathy. But before we get to that, if you want to be a guest on our Survivor Story episodes, please do go to our website at NarcissistApocalypse.com. Top of the page, there's a button that says Guest Form. When you click on that button, it takes you to our Guest Form page. There, you can read all of our instructions and either send us an email at NarcissistApocalypse at gmail.com or fill out our Guest Form and press the Submit button. And please do send it in the format that we ask for. So today we are going to talk about the signs of a lack of empathy in someone. And as many of you may have noticed in the last year or so, I tend to focus a lot on the abuser types from Lundy Bancroft's book, Why Does He Do That? And I do that because it helps lay out stories in a clearer way. It's much easier to start figuring out the type or types of abuser or abusers that someone is dealing with by grabbing from the examples that the book gives as well as the central attitudes of each type. Creating a 3D picture of who you are dealing with is important in my mind and it helps a lot with clarity. So when we use uh, the book, why does he do that? And we use the abuser types. What we're really trying to do is take the points that are there and then apply it to the abuser in the life of the person who is telling the story the guest that is on our show and from there we try to figure out what are the best stories to tell and then figure out a timeline for everything and doing this is not very easy it is not easy And these days we try to figure escalation points, introspection points, awareness points, and also subtle nuance points or invisible points and things like that. And one subtle point or invisible point can be empathy or a lack of empathy. It's something that A lot of people can't put into words. They say someone has a lack of empathy, but when you ask them that question, well, how do you know that they have a lack of empathy? It's hard for them to actually verbalize what that is. They know it's there, but it's hard for them to kind of pinpoint what that means. It's something that's very hard to discern for a lot of people, especially if you have cognitive dissonance where you have conflicting messages a person that everyone loves or even does great things for you sometimes, but then can they, this person can show these unhealthy traits like they just don't care. So it's really confusing when we're talking about a lack of empathy. And we've done an episode before on cognitive empathy before, and I'll leave that in the show notes. But figuring this out is just a really confusing thing for so many people and also not everyone who lacks empathy is a bad person. However, for today, we are going to be discussing signs of a lack of empathy from the abuse standpoint and what to look for and how a lot of this lack of empathy, specifically when it comes to narcissistic abuse, is very intertwined with narcissistic abusers seeing people as an extension of themselves or seeing people as objects or when an abuser's uh, narcissistic injury is hit or their injury is hit and they are so inside themselves that they can't see anything else. So they will feel entitled to your time and attention. They will not consider whether or not you have time to engage with them. They will just assume that they deserve your energy. Boundaries at this point become pretty non-existent when you are in this type of relationship and they will just really continue to push your boundaries in order to get their needs met and anything that will serve their needs over yours because they really don't see you as, as having needs at that point. So before we get into the signs of a lack of empathy let's just start off here with what is empathy and that there are three different kinds. There is cognitive empathy, and this type of empathy is an intellectual understanding of someone else's feelings. It's the ability to consider other people's perspectives without sensing or experiencing them yourself. For example, if your partner loses their job, you may recognize what emotions they could be feeling. You could also understand how their emotions might affect their behavior. But this doesn't mean that you experience the feeling of distress yourself. And number two on this list of empathy is emotional empathy. And people who have emotional empathy tend to feel another person's emotions. So, for example, if you see someone under great distress after losing a loved one, you feel sad yourself and could experience like physical sensations possibly while sensing the emotion of the other person. So, that is emotional empathy. And number three on the list is the one that is the standard definition of empathy. What it would be in a dictionary or someone says, hey, are you an empathetic person, is when you have compassionate empathy. And this is a combination of the cognitive and emotional empathy where you can recognize and understand another person's emotion, but also feel what they're going through as well. And now we are going to get into the signs to watch out for for a lack of empathy. And the first thing on our list is quickness to criticize, being judgmental, and intolerance of opinions that don't match your own. So, people who have a lower empathy or a lack of empathy, you know, comes a stronger need to criticize people who don't meet their expectations or the ideas of how they think people should be. So if you have opinions that run counter to the abuser who has low empathy, they might believe that you deserve only contempt and ridicule. And in their mind, if you were as intelligent and as perceptive as them, then you wouldn't even have those opinions in the first place, and we hear this in our podcast a lot. And when we're talking about the abuser types, the Mr. Right is the one that really pops up the list right away. And with abusers who lack empathy, they are less likely to bother trying to understand why you think or act the way you do. You know, they think that everyone is entitled to their opinion and that they don't really have the time or headspace for your opinion unless... And that's a big unless. Unless they agree with your opinion like 100% of the time. And this lack of emotional understanding, you know, takes the form of criticism, contempt, ridicule. So in the world that we are in, in the world of abuse, this really sounds a lot like the idealization phase when ideal- when idealization stops and you are not living up to the standard of the other person anymore you've been knocked off that pedestal and you know they they see you as this extension of them and that you're this object and that extension of what they believe you should be or what you should do, you know, the the criticizing eventually comes out there. There's no empathy in, in understanding in what you think or feel because they want you to be this idealized version of technically them, you know, of what they want. All of these things, and once you're not complying to those things after a while you know, uh, this criticizing, this ridicule and contempt will eventually come out. And then the rest of the relationship really starts to take form from there. Uh, And this is a lack of empathy. And I think a lot of this lack of empathy here is because they see you as an extension of themselves or as, as an object. And the next thing on our list is the refusal to apologize. So when an abuser has a low empathy or a lack of empathy, it may never occur that they have to apologize for the way that their words and actions affect others, or even if the abuser is told how their words or actions affect someone, the the abuser who lacks this empathy may still not be able to comprehend what they've done because... Going back to the world of abuse, you know, they may be focused on their wounds, that's all they see. There's no empathy in understanding what you think or what you feel. Because in their mind, you know, they have done nothing wrong. There's this refusal to apologize because in a lot of these cases, you know, once they are asked to apologize or they've done something wrong, they will see it as an attack on them. And once that attack happens, they're not thinking about your feelings. They have no empathy for your feelings. They're inside their wound and they're defending themselves to deflect responsibility of of what is going on. So they're just so inside of them defending something that probably happened to them a very, 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 very long time ago when they were a child. And, you know, because of that, there is this lack of empathy in understanding anything outside of them and how they could have hurt someone else. So, next up on the list is seeing other people as too sensitive. And this is kind of goes hand in hand with the one that we just did, the one we just mentioned. So, if an abuser offends someone with something that they've said or done, what your, you know, your reaction to that, if you get upset about it, they might call you oversensitive. And with abusers, you hear this all the time. You're, you know, you're too sensitive. You know, you can't take a joke. We hear that one all the time. And there's really no empathy going on here at all. They don't see your point of view or feelings. They see their point of view and their feelings while doing these things, but they don't see how it can affect you. And sometimes you might hear them say, you know suck it up, because that's what I would do, you know, you need to toughen yourself up, you know, just suck it up, and it's really nice of them to say that, that's, you know, again, they see you as an extension of themselves, as an object, and that you shouldn't have these feelings, but we all know a lot of abusers, most abusers are hypocrites, and they're very hypocritical, and if you did this to them, They would most likely be raging and demanding an apology and want you to see things from their point of view, and they wouldn't even see your point of view. So they're very hypocritical. And again, this is a lack of empathy, seeing you as an object and as an extension of themselves. Up next, we have self-focused and a lack of interest in what you have to say. Love bombing may be very confusing when it comes to this one because at the beginning they might be very focused on you and it might not seem that they're very self-focused. But over time, more of a focus will start to show on them, their interests, in wanting you to be focused on them as well. So someone who has low empathy or lacks empathy, the abuser, just isn't really interested in hearing you talk about what's going on in your life or your problems. And this is a really big sign of a lack of empathy might be showing itself. You might not be getting criticized at this point. You know, but these little things might start to show, and if if you start to see that more of this focus starts to be on them and not on you, that could be a really big sign, um, a very subtle sign that a lot of people can't see. And next up on the list is the tendency to blame others for everything. And yes, this is a sign of a lack of empathy. When something goes wrong, they blame. It's all about their feelings. And they don't want to feel shame or to feel bad. So they pass this on to other people. And they don't have any empathy on how this blaming can impact others. They're so into what is going on inside of them and not wanting to feel that feeling, that they'll then kind of shift that blame onto other people so they don't have to deal with those things themselves. They can find someone else to to take those feelings and put them on because those feelings are not feelings that you want to deal with. And a lot of people deal with those feelings. People who are not narcissistic abusers will most likely deal with those feelings. But a narcissistic abuser doesn't like those feelings. You know, they're, they're working out of shame. You know, everything is really shame-based of, of what's going on inside of them. And, you know, when they're blaming others and, and pushing everything onto someone else, it's, it's really showing that they have no empathy for what they're about to do, what they're putting on someone else at all because they're just so inside of themselves. And that is a very big sign if, if you are encountering someone who just seems to always be blaming someone. It shows that there is just a lack of empathy going on. And, you know, that also harks back to not taking responsibility. And the next one on our list is difficulty being happy for others and, you know, an allergy to good moods in other people. And this is a sign that there could be a lack of empathy, low empathy that is going on. You know, not being able to feel happy for others and celebrate their wins shows a a lack of empathy. We're not just here to help, you know, help people in low points. We want to be happy for people if they got the job that they wanted. They had a big win. They won the big game. You know, your kids, you want to be happy for your kids and whatever they're doing but for an abuser, you know, the focus is on themselves and what they are feeling. So they are always inside themselves, so they really don't get invested in other people's success whether whether it be their friends or their partner's successes. But there is an other end of this and it's a tricky one. And in a very self-serving way or a facade that would make an abuser look good, uh, to the outside world, they may try to look like they are happy, but it's all about them. And we hear this a lot when it comes to parents, you know. In the outside world, they're really showcasing and being happy for what their kids are doing, but behind closed doors, they they don't care. They're using it as a facade, and this also happens, we hear a lot, where an abuser is proud of their partner. Look at what my partner's done. Look at, you know, my partner has X job and they got this promotion and it makes them look good. It's a vanity kind of thing, but behind closed doors, that happiness isn't there and this also really ties into you know good moods and the mood of the household and someone who has a, a lack of empathy or, or a little empathy big sign here is that they don't understand that you can be in a good mood and that they can be in a bad mood they want everyone to be in the same mood as them they want everyone's mood to match their mood they don't see you as being able to have your own mood you're this extension you're this object and you know if you are in a good mood that might get them upset because that's not how they're feeling they really can't separate you and them and that's a lack of empathy that is going on they're caught up in their own feelings in their own mood And they're really not seeing you as a separate person. And if they're in a bad mood, you should be in a bad mood too. And you're not allowed to be in a good mood unless they're in a good mood. And then the flip side of that is if you're not in a great mood and they're in a good mood, you're not allowed to be in a bad mood either. And again, this is just an extension of them. It's about you being an object and their narcissistic injury that they have gone through at some point in their life. And up next, another sign that someone might have a lack of empathy is because there's this tendency to bring out the worst in other people. And this is a really interesting sign to uh, really look at if someone has a low empathy or lacks empathy you know, they might really bring out the worst in you. You might start catching narcissistic fleas from being around them and not acting healthy yourself. So if you're with someone who is an abuser who lacks empathy and they really have, you know, mean streak or all these other things, you might be acting in ways that you normally might not act at all with anyone else or by yourself But when you're with this specific person, it brings out these really terrible things inside of you where all of a sudden, you know, you might be saying things that you normally wouldn't say, things along those lines. You might do things that you're not really proud of, you could be ashamed of, and it's someone else that's kind of bringing this out of you because their lack of empathy or low empathy kind of infuses uh, of what's going on. If you're around them long enough, this is what you might see happening. If you start to really notice that this is what is going on, this is a really interesting sign of a very subtle sign that you might be hanging out or, or be with someone or a family member of someone who uh, lacks empathy and uh, has low empathy and could be a narcissistic abuser. And the next one on our list is responding in inappropriate ways. And an abuser who has low empathy or lacks empathy may joke about someone's emotions or circumstances to them. They may also have a really difficult time listening uh, to you. They could also be really chirpy or indifferent after you expressed your feelings of sadness, of stress, you know, uh, you, you're, you might not be going through a really good time at all, and you're just looking for someone to be in ear. You're not looking for the person, you know, you might have friends that you're looking to help cheer you up and kind of to avoid the feelings that you're going through. But if you' you're really trying to relate to someone who has a lack of empathy or, or, or low empathy, you know, they're not really reading the room and that this situation is not appropriate for a joke about what they're going through or their emotions of what they're going through. You know, you want your friend or your, or your partner to kind of sit with you during this uh, state of, of how you're feeling. So when, when they do that, it really just shows a, a lack of uh, empathy. You know, it's hurtful when, when that happens. And then as we mentioned before, You might say, oh, that that was hurtful. You shouldn't have done that. And that could then spiral into more lack of empathy. And, you know, all of a sudden a situation can can really blow up. And the next one on our list is difficulty maintaining relationships or frequently changing relationships, as this is a sign that someone might have low empathy or a lack of empathy, and it's one that you might not always notice as a sign. So when an abuser has a low empathy or a lack of, and of an empathic connection, it's hard to build long-lasting relationship bonds. They are incapable of seeing others for who they are or acknowledging other people's experiences, as we've mentioned already, and that makes it very difficult to have long-lasting relationships. It is very difficult to be in a relationship with someone who who does have a very big lack of empathy or isn't there for you, They'll be blaming their partner. Friendships are very hard to maintain for them over time because they're just not there for their friends. They want their friends to be there for them. You know, you'll see a lot of this kind of fracturing uh, going on, and that's because it's just very hard to maintain relationships when you are not acting with any empathy at all toward who these relationships are with. And another one on our list is poor listening skills, and this is also a big sign that someone is lacking empathy. And, you know, when you are kind of telling someone about your wins or your losses or how your day was, you know, you want someone who is going to listen to you and display empathy for you and, you know, come back, you know, put themselves in your shoes and comfort you and, you know, you know, even in in the smallest of ways, that someone is listening and, and saying back. You know, you know, you know, I'm sorry for what you've gone through. You know, this sounds difficult, and you know, to really kind of put yourselves in, in their shoes, and you're you're listening to that conversation. But when someone who lacks empathy, they're really not paying attention to anything that you are. Sharing, whether it be good things or challenges that are going on in your life, a lot of the time, you know, they might have a nonsensical response or they might go on to a completely different topic as if you didn't even say that at all. So people who do have empathy and are empathetic, they are active listeners. They're mindfully listening so they can, you know, respond appropriately. And they're not just like cognitively listening. They're also doing their best to feel at the same time to make you feel seen, heard, and understood. And if someone is lacking uh, empathy and is low on empathy, and if they're a narcissistic abuser... You know, you might really feel the opposite—that you aren't being seen, that you aren't being heard uh, at all. You know, and and the big trick on this one, and the flip side of this one, is that during the love bombing phase, you might a lot. We hear a lot of this on the show that someone is being seen, and that that they are feeling heard for the first time in their life. So there is this kind of capability that they do have. It is mostly cognitive empathy that is going on. They've kind of read the room. They've done their research by watching you and understanding you, and they're able to do it in that moment. But once that is kind of done and you're in the devaluation phase or the abuse really has started to take toll, you'll start to notice that these listening skills are not there anymore. And it's all about them, really, just this extension uh, of them at that point. And, you know, there's this lack of empathy and low empathy because they're just really all about themselves. So, the last one on our list is victim blaming. And victim blaming is a really subtle one. And it's just a sign that you can maybe figure out things early on in the relationship, even in the love bombing phase. You know, if your person that you are going out with uh, at the time, uh, if they're showing a lack of understanding for victims, if there's no empathy going on for victims in any situation. Uh, There's this lack of empathy and they're blaming the victim in in, in a situation, you know, that tells a really big sign that there's a lot of empathy that's not going on, that they're not walking in the shoes of somebody else at all. You know, it's a way to kind of catch them off guard and catching them off guard in a way where it's not focused on you if there's love bombing going on, but towards someone else. And it's a really interesting sign to to look for that there could be a lack of empathy there and that you could be possibly getting into a relationship with someone who could be uh, an, an abuser. So this was our uh, list today that I wanted to do on the signs of a lack of empathy because it's not an easy thing to decipher in my opinion you know a lot of people can say like oh this person a lack of empathy but it's really hard to kind of pinpoint what that actually means or or what are situations that you can say like that is what a lack of empathy is so hopefully you enjoyed this episode today and it might help you in the future if you're getting into relationships to kind of pinpoint certain things and say hey this is what a lack of empathy looks like i'm seeing it in my face right now so Hopefully you enjoyed this episode, and if you want to be a guest on our Survivor Story episodes, please do go to our website at NarcissistApocalypse.com. At the top of the page, there's a button that says Guest Form. When you click on that button, it takes you to our Guest Form page. There, you can read all of our instructions, and either send us an email at NarcissistApocalypse at gmail.com, or fill out our Guest Form and press our Submit button, and please do send it in the format that we ask for. Also, at our website, we have a support group. So if you need support, we have a support group button at the top of NarcissistApocalypse.com. When you click on it, you'll see that we have Zoom meetings every Wednesday night, Thursday afternoons, and Saturday nights. We have forum boards for you to post on to get the validation that you need and to validate other survivors just like you. So if you need support, join our support group today. And if you need even more support, please do visit our friends at DomesticShelters.org. At DomesticShelters.org, they have articles and resources to help you make sense of what you are dealing with. They have every phone number, email address, and website address for shelters and agencies, no matter how big or small your town is. DomesticShelters.org has it there. And it is a wonderful organization, so please check them out if you need extra support. And that is it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you have a good night.